Straw Hut Media. Because Brandon and I could talk all day. I haven't decided so. Right? We just have to watch it. Like, we'll have to have a lawyer go over yeah, everything. Because exactly. her and I together could get ourselves in a lot of trouble. But it is scary because... From Straw Hut Media... This is Brandy Glanville Unfiltered. Hey everybody, welcome to Brandon Glenville Unfiltered. I'm sitting here with my friend and fellow Scorpio and fellow ex-housewife of <laughs> Royal Housewives of Orange County and I'm ex-housewife of Beverly Hills, Gretchen Rossi. Hello. Hi, love. Now, did you, you're not, ta- you didn't take Slade's last name. No, because we are technically not officially married. <gasps> what? Uh-huh. Slade's together- in the room with the cutest baby I've ever seen, <laughs> Isn't by the way. she's so cute? Oh my God. Skyler. She's adorable. Hi, baby girl. Um, so Slade and I have been together 11 years in February. <gasps> But we never ended up getting married, and not for no no particular what? reason. Yeah, like, are you joking? No, no. How yeah. did I not know this? It's so funny. I love oh it. A lot of people God. don't know. But this. why? Why? So okay. So when we got engaged on the show, um, we had set a wedding date of like May. I think it was May twenty fourth, and that was a holiday weekend. And I don't think we realized that it was Labor Day weekend or uh, Memorial. I forget. Well, what, yeah, what, I always get those confused. Those. Yeah, I get the <laughs> Memorial. Memorial. <laughs> And so I know, baby, but what I'm saying is we didn't realize it was that weekend. And so a lot of family and friends are like, we already have plans, right. A. B, then Slay got booked to go um, down to Mexico and film for the miniseries. Uh, what was it called, baby? Texas Rising. Are you an actor? Yeah. I did not know this. Yeah, he's been doing it for many, many years. Well, he's been part of SAG for like, <laughs> what, 30 years? Something like that? Oh, I don't know anything. I mean, apparently <laughs> I just didn't do my homework. But No, you know what's funny? I don't know why people would necessarily know that. I mean, he hasn't been doing it for a long time, but he recently, or not recently, that was now four or five years ago. So, so he went down and did that. And so so that put, because he was gone for like three months. So that put a big kink in like wedding planning. But yeah, 11 there. years after that. And so here's the thing. So we've been together. So then... Then what ended up happening was at that time, I think I was turning 36 and now I was really focused on I'm getting old and I need to have a baby. It, trust me, I know the I know the struggle. Right. And so we we put our resources towards having a baby. Right, IVF is so expensive. Oh my god, it's ridiculous. It's so expensive. And I mean it's it's my friends are like like they had to stop and you know they yeah. didn't even get to have a baby unfortunately because so they couldn't afford it. It's so expensive. It's and crazy. that's why um uh, Slade and I are advocating big time for insurance companies to yeah. cover it because it's just so sad. I mean, I'm, I'm hoping that I'm going to be able to change policy literally um, with legislation regarding that. Like, oh my we've God, that fighting. would be amazing. It, it, it is yeah. so, I mean, if they're caught, like I know that my friend who is transitioning into a woman is, insurance is covering a lot of his surgeries for transitioning. Really? So if they're doing that, why are they what? not, you right? know what I'm saying? It's they, just- they literally cover Viagra, but they don't cover yeah. IVF. And IVF was diagnosed as a disease by the insurance companies two years ago. So why is it that it's not being covered? And we're working with Senator Cory Booker out of New Jersey, who um, created the Access to Infertility Treatments and Care Act. And so that's an important um Sky, sky so okay. I'm sorry, I'm distracted. Um, but that's a really important bill to pass, and I really want to encourage all of your listeners that um, call your local senators and ask them to support that bill that yeah. Senator Cory Booker has um, has uh, created because that is what is going to help push and get these uh, uh, insurance companies to actually cover this um, fertility. Because, I mean, it is. It's. I mean, you. All the money you spend on IVF, you could literally buy a house. And literally buy a house. It's insane. It's, it's insane. And people literally are mortgaging their homes. They're taking I out, know. they're getting three different jobs. They're doing all these things just for the chance to try to, to have a, a family. Oh. And it's like, it's heartbreaking. And I remember the very first night that Sky kicked in my stomach. Oh, it was 2 a.m. And I literally woke up and I was bawling. And I was so happy and I was filled with so much joy. And at the same time of being filled with that much joy, I literally got so sad and I started crying for all of those women out there that would yeah. never even get to feel that because they don't even have the money to be able to go. It's, it's try. insane. Right. It's and- so sad. I mean, well, I didn't know that you guys were involved in that. That's amazing. Yeah. And definitely, I mean, if I can help in any way, I'll definitely, I don't, I'm not good at this stuff. (laughs) You know what though? Honestly, it's, I'm not either. Honestly, it's just about becoming educated and learning about it. Like for instance, um, the, the, uh, sadly, the, uh, uh, judge Sarah Pickleek, I think is her name. That was just, 
um, appointed as a federal judge who literally went out and spoke against IVF and <gasps> surrogacy and said that IVF children are inferior. What? Yes. And she also said that we put ser- her in office. Okay. Literally, she just was appointed as a federal judge for a lifetime appointment as a federal judge. And, and the Bar Association literally deemed her as unqualified to be in that position. She's never even tried any like criminal case or anything. It's crazy. What is wrong with our country right it's now? This so is so bad. It is. We are living. I mean, I'm scared for our children. I'm actually. so scared for our children. I literally Slate and I were having this conversation the other day. I don't even think I want to um, send my baby to school anymore. Meaning um, I, understand I want her saying. to be homeschooled. Yeah, I know. I, I mean, I'm so scared. I'm watching the news like someone's going into high school and, and they have a gut. My kids yep. go to a private school, but it is so easy to get on to yep. their campus. Yep. I many times just walked onto the campus. There's no, I mean, right. I'm like, we're paying all of hundreds right. of thousands of dollars and uh-huh. I can just walk onto their campus. Right. I, I, I'm afraid every day they're at school. I know. I know and it's it, just like, so fucking scary. It's so scary. And we're not doing anything about it. That's the thing. We Things are not happening. Metal detectors, like, like I know, and but control, like, simple we, like that. I know. Ugh, I know. It's so frustrating. But no, I don't blame you. Yeah. Honestly, I don't see it getting better either. I don't see it's, it either right it now. Just and keeps but, happening. I, mean, I don't see it getting better until people start really trying to make a change. And people like Kim Kardashian using her voice to do what she's yeah. doing. I mean, I don't know if you saw last season on Kardashians, but she was incredible going out and talking about gun violence and going to Capitol Hill and walking that walk and really, you know, helping educate people and let people know what they can do today to help prevent that and help, you know, um, create, you know, safety standards and things in place for um, more better gun control. So uh, there's things that we can do. But again, just like you said, It's not about, oh, I'm dumb and I don't understand this. It's about just really like getting involved, involved and right. understanding it. Because all I simply did was, Google. you know, Google right. this this federal judge because a company that I follow called Resolve on Instagram posted it. And I go, wait, what? And then I saw it and I was like, wait a minute, this is not okay. And I went and researched it all. And I then I posted it on my social. I was like crying. I looked like a hot mess. I had no makeup on. People probably thought I looked crazy. No, stop. But I literally was like, this is not right. And I need you guys. And then I immediately called my um my uh, uh california senate senators offices but i didn't know how to do it i right, just looked course. it all up and i figured it out and i got on the phone and i found out that they were advocating in favor of what i was advocating for so there's ways to do it like when i say call your local senators it's, office, e- it's easier than people think and i feel like i just keep on i'm like i want to do something i want to get involved and I feel like I, I just need to do it. Yeah. I mean, I, I feel like I always I was just thinking this today because I was watching the news before I came here. And unfortunately, there was a man opened fire. Oh, no. I know it was um at a military base, but it, oh, no. I mean, it's still horrible. Three people died. Oh, no. And I, I was just like, God, why are why are, do people have guns? Like, right. why is this happening? Right. And I was thinking I need to get involved. But. You know, like, oh, it's so hard. It's so hard. But you know what? It's it's probably not. I don't think it's as hard as people think it is. And I think if you just with now, thankfully, nowadays that we have Google and we have things so easily accessible through our phones, yeah. you know, it, it really does just take it takes time because you have to spend the time but, looking but, at it. I mean, it. it's worth it. And it's obviously. worth it. And especially, you know, when you're trying to protect your children and the people that are important to you in your life, you have to make that time. You're right. I've, I'm not a good person. No, I'm not, no I, I'm a good, I, No, I just need to be, I need to be a better just be more person. proactive. Exactly. Yeah. You're right. Yeah. I, I'm just so worried about getting kids to school and tennis and basketball and all of these things. Of but course. ultimately their safety is, is the most important thing of to course. me. So I need to stop um, putting it off. So let's talk about something fun because okay. that's is depressing. Um, <laughs> let's talk about housewives. Okay. Oh, All right. Wait, that's not fun and depressing. That's oh, depressing that is too. I mean, well, OC is super intense and it is, it's toxic a little bit. It's very toxic. It's. It, I mean, literally that word exactly is the reason that I left the show. It was way too toxic anymore. I feel so like negative. Kelly and I are friends. I know you're friends with yes, Kelly as yeah. well. Um and she like they put her through like she would be crying yeah. like literally out and they're not even filming like these women are like trying to get they're vicious like, yeah they're trying vicious. to get information to ruin your life okay so like for instance like this is the part that's so mind-boggling to me i mean every listen everyone knows that i'm you know that there's no breaking bread between tamara and i right oh, that God. we've always had issues. i don't like her either yeah we've we've always had issues i don't even know her and i don't like her 
Well, it, here's the thing. You you see who she is on the show. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. She's not a very likable person because of the things she does, you know? Like, she clearly, especially this season, it's becoming very apparent, you know, who this person is and what she's doing and how she's, you know, manipulating and conniving behind she, the scenes. But it's, she, it's so obvious. Like, she just goes to the worst possible place every time. Every time. And it's, like, so predictable and yeah. so obvious. And it's not interesting anymore. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I, I want, like, real-life things. Like, I want to watch you know you know kelly get engaged and you know the like really nice but there can still be drama right but it doesn't have to be life-ruining drama where i'm saying you're doing cocaine and you're doing this and like let's make it like lighter right i just feel like because of her specifically that show i feel like it's just so toxic to watch like it it upsets me oh i've said i've said this for years tamra is definitely the cancer of that show i mean it's 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 just it's unfortunate because people are scared of tamra i mean i i never was when i was on the show with her but um people are scared of her because she's vicious and she is literally um i i'm i've become very good friends with um who used to be her best friend um and he has you know disclosed to me how she literally used to sit there uh, for hours and hours and hours on the computer just researching and she would literally try wow. to like find ex-boyfriends of mine and get dirt and like do this and do that and like I don't know if you saw at BravoCon because you know everything comes up on Instagram of everything that's happening and I saw this video where she literally is no less than 24 hours later on a carpet at BravoCon and saying hey uh, uh, Kelly by the way Nicole wants her ring back making reference to the fact that Rick gave Kelly a ring that was obviously from another woman in his life. Now, here's my point. Within 24 hours, how in the hell would Tamara even have that information? She got engaged that Friday night. It was that Saturday that she's on a carpet making a statement like that. I mean... that's that is, crazy that is a sad life to live exactly. to be honest like like if she has kids like i'm sorry you're sitting and you're trying to dig up dirt on other people all day long that's, constantly that's her that life is, though that's that what is, she does that's a sad existence i know it's a very I sad almost existence. feel sorry for her i do too you it's know very because, sad because that's all she does all day long is she literally like is just looking for dirt on people and finding crap and i that but that was such a perfect example because i was like kelly's literally I didn't, even, been, I didn't even know that information i'm not really i don't really pay attention to instagram and all that stuff yeah. unfortunately yeah but really like she's this is the happiest she's been in her life for right. you know it's i mean let her right. have her moment let her have her and moment. who fucking cares if it's a ring like i still have my ring it's in a safety deposit box and i'm gonna give it to one of my kids right. when they need to get married right and everyone's like oh it's a cursed ring i'm like no it's a fucking five carat diamond ring that costs <laughs> over a hundred thousand right. dollars and it's not cursed i had 13 years with one person right, right. and it, you know like stop it yeah and who cares like yeah it's just horrible but that's but again it's horrible and it's sad and it's like she just has to make these digs at something she's that's just like, jealous i mean it's just it's really sad to see that she can't even just be like you know what i'm really happy for kelly and her yeah no i mean the show itself i i like the new new additions i feel yeah. like i wish you were back on honestly i know that you you don't want to or maybe you do i'm not sure but i think that I mean, like, just you guys, you and Slade and the baby, it's so happy. And it's such well, a happy... Well, that's the key point, though. We're so happy. <laughs> and right. so when you go back on a show like that, it's so... Um you know, toxic and negative and they just want to tear every aspect of, of well, I your think that's life Tamara down. specifically. Yeah, Tamara specifically, but in general, that's a little bit of the formula of what Bravo does. I mean, listen, at the end of the day, they have to make good, salacious TV. And if you're just sitting around going, oh my God, we're so happy and we, you know, we're good yeah. parents and we love our baby and we work hard and to, like, I get it. Like, it doesn't make great TV. And for us personally, we're, we're at such a great stage in our life and we have a lot of awesome projects coming up and things that we have going on. And I always say never say never because if they come back next year, like, we'll give you $5 million, you know, like, (laughs) I'm not going to say no to that. Right. However, um, I don't believe that me going on a show with someone like Tamara and the fact that she is so vicious and so out to get people and so, you know, calculating and manipulative and, you know, willing to say and do anything to keep her paycheck. That is not the type of cast member that I want to be on a show with. I always say to my friends that they're like, all of my friends are like, oh, I want to be on housewives and i'm like okay just know that any skeletons you have in your closet mm-hmm. and i know they're skeletons mm-hmm. i go they will be dragged yes. out so yeah. you be careful what you wish for right. i mean i'm an open book i don't have any skeletons what right. you see is what you get right. and that's easy for me right but with you know 
a lot of these people that are new to the franchise, right. they think that they can have this double life. Yeah. And unfortunately, it doesn't it work, doesn't like work that. out. Like <laughs> if you have secrets, like they come they out. They come out. And yep. they might not even come out the right way. Like it maybe isn't like totally manipulative. Exactly. Yeah. It's 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 yeah. what but that's why I feel like Beverly Hills is different because the girls are nicer. They They're are. not sitting around Googling trying to be no, it's toxic. So true. And that's what I've said because people are just like, would you ever go? And I'm like, you know what? If I had a cast, like, because I'm friends with a lot I of the like, Beverly I like, Hills I, girls. Yeah, yeah, I love Kyle. I love They're Kim. Kim really, and I really made three nice turkeys girls. the other day. Oh, I love it. You know it. what I mean? Like, I we have, we're actually friends. But you can tell that with the Beverly Hills dynamic. That yeah. You can tell that the girls really all love each other. It's more like a sex in the city kind yes, of feel. I like agree with you. The girls kind of fight and have their moments and they're like sisterly Lots fights. of sex in the city. And lots of sex. But, you know, we'll they, have a, they have a little bit of that, you know, dynamic of like their sisterly fights and they get frustrated of about, course. you know, just stuff that girls, you know, any group could, of girls that are right. constantly together and you're drinking and you're out and you're like traveling together. There is going to be fights. Right. I mean, it's just going to happen. Right. Especially we all have big personalities. Right. So you put all of those people in a room right. or like, you know, in a house as they do right. when you're traveling. Yeah, shit's going to go sideways a right. little bit, but I'm not going to sit and Google people and say, oh my God, I'm going to try to like go back in Erica's background and see what she did that was horrible right. and bring it up on TV. Right. Or ruin people's businesses or their oh, marriages. That's, that's or horrible. Their, yeah. I was watching um, that the other night on Dallas Housewives mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and I know a couple of the girls on the show yeah. and I like the girls that I know. Um, but I saw one of the girls come out and like kind of destroy this other person's like business like no, talking negatively about this dress that is literally making her a lot of money right now and mm. saying how horrible this is i mean that's don't fuck with my bank account i know why would you do that like tamra did that to me too she actually held up a purse that wasn't even my purse on camera and said look at this piece of shit it's falling apart it wasn't even one of my purses so that you're what? right like when people go to that level and lie and put things out there that no are matter even what, true even if it's a lie if they say it it's out there yep. in the universe and Believe it. I know, I know. And it's nuts. I know. People believe it's, it. The it's second horrible. goes out. I mean, there's false news every week written about me. Every single week. There's tons of false news going in the press right now about me that I'm gonna have to address next week. There's constantly false and, and stuff you're not even there. on the show anymore right. and she's still coming after you and your businesses. I know. And it's I do you think it's because you're fucking happy and she's just a miserable person? <laughs> well, you know, I, I can't say in particular that this one was Tamara. I really can't say that. Um, I guess I can say, in my opinion, I wouldn't be surprised if somehow if she was, was behind right, it. I get it. But at the same time, um, I don't know if she was, you know, specifically involved in this. However, um, and thankfully, kind of Tamara and I have left each other alone for a few years. But trust me, anytime she gets an opportunity to prance on me and you oh, know make me look bad, she's going to do it. I don't so. even know the bitch. And she's sitting there calling me unstable. And I'm like, <laughs> if I was a like a, um, a what is it, the word? litigious person right like i could really right. fucking take her to task i'm not gonna do it right because i don't care yeah but she really just does well, look at she's what, reckless look at, look at the the lawsuit she's in with jim Bellino right now i mean is she in i don't oh, know you didn't so know I don't, that i heard like i don't really pay attention i like oh yeah she she her and shannon were in a big lawsuit with jim Bellino. he sued them both for a million dollars because of um the fact that they went on heather heather mcdonald's podcast and uh, basically, Tamara said he was a shady mother effer and that he's going to jail. And so, like, he sued because that affected his business very badly. Really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And so, and here's the thing. And then Tamara's all pissed and thinks that she, you know, shouldn't be being sued and all this stuff. But here's the Did thing. Did he win or are they still? They're still, oh they're still gosh. in court over it. But here's the thing. She doesn't, ha- she never takes any responsibility for, for her she comments. Does. Right. She always just says, I have a right to say this. I can say whatever I want. And the truth is, is that Bravo has rewarded her for many years for saying anything that she wants. And so when somebody continues to be rewarded over and over and over, especially on a financial level, they're going to continue to do it and think that they can get away with it. And now she's on the show going, oh, he's financially ruined me. Da, da, da. And it's like, OK, well, guess what? What you said about me, too, on the show right, put exactly. me through a lawsuit that caused a lot of financial stress for me, too. So guess what? Like, you have to be held responsible for the stuff that you do. And that's called karma coming back to you for all the shit you've done for all right. these years. It's one thing if you're talking about the girls on the show because you're we're supposed to have a contract that protects us to talk about each other. Right. right. But 
when you go outside and attack someone's business, this is a giant platform you have. Right. I mean, you have millions of people watching. Right. So if you say something that's defamatory towards a business, right. that's someone that's not signed up for a reality show, not on the show, then you need to be held responsible. Right. Jim had not been on the show for five years. He had not been in the public eye for five years. And, um, you know, he's minding his own business, doing his thing. And because Jim and Alexis were going through a divorce, that's why it was brought up on Heather McDonald's podcast. They were at the improv and it was in front of all these people. Wow. And then, of course, the distribution of, of where the podcast went went all over the world. Yeah. And so, um, unfortunately, they had made some comments that, you know, affected Jim's business very badly. And so they're, you know, they're in hot water from it. So. Oh, I hate lawsuits. I, I know. Just say, I do. I hate do them. too. I really do too. And I and it's and it's hard. But here's the thing: at the end of the day, if someone is literally saying things that are affecting your business, yeah, which is a little bit of what we're going through right now. Which now we have to go. I mean, we I already, know we were talking about it off off yeah. the mic because we you have to be very careful yeah. what you say. But because our lawyers are involved now right. about what's going on. Yeah. I mean, but and once something's out there and said, whether it's true or not, we say. People will never forget that and take it and run with it. It's always yep. in the back of their mind. Yep. So I feel like we're, like we have to be very careful of, I don't know, there there has to be a, a way to be held accountable because now your business is like, unfortunately. Well, no, it's it's just that it gets it gets tainted because yeah, of exactly. the false news that's put out there. Right. And and the, the fact of the matter is, is that what happened was the false news that they put out there. They didn't show what was actually said and how we refuted what they said. They only showed this little segment. And so unfortunately, our lawyers have to get involved and all these things have to happen. And now we have to go out and prove that they're wrong. And and the good news is that we have truth on our side. So I'm not really right. worried about that. But at the same time, it still does affect your it's reputation. Stress- but it's it also your stressful business, and your life and it's stressful every right. your everyday life you're right. a parent you shouldn't have to like right this like it's just stressful like every everything affects you mm-hmm. i mean even if it's like oh yeah like lawyers can take care of it no you're still thinking about right. it it's still of on course. your mind of course. and it's just it's fucked up well i love your products and i oh, think they're you. amazing thank and you. thank you for them <laughs> you're welcome. so i feel like people just need to like give them a chance and just <laughs> that one person that we well, talked about before i <laughs> dislike immensely <laughs> Well, here's the thing. I'm I, the good news about um, you know our CBD products is that they are they work, and yeah. we have clinical trials to show that that um, that we're really excited about coming out and showing people. Uh, we have so many testimonials of people talking about how incredible they are, how they literally have changed their lives. We've gotten so many people off of pharmaceutical drugs because of them. No, I'm hoping it helps my psoriasis. I mean, I'm like, yeah, I love them, That's so I'm hoping. I mean, yes, yeah, because yeah, I just I had don't a breakout. We have a testimonial about that, so I'd love I to will see let you if know, that yeah, for if sure because I just broke out with it right now because it comes and goes when I'm stressed. Yeah. And I'm definitely going to try yeah, it for sure. Yeah. So, but they really are, I mean, you know, CBD has been around for many, many years and so many people are being really, really helped with it. And, you know, doctors like so- Dr. Sanjay uh, Grover came out and he said that, um, no, Dr. Sanjay Grover, Dr. Sanjay Gupta. I said that wrong. Oh. <laughs> I'm thinking of the plastic surgeon versus oh, okay. the other one. Um, he came out and he said that he felt bad that he basically was part of, you know, saying that this was not good for you. And now because all because all this, um, right. you know, scientific evidence is coming out, how it's truly helping people. And, you know, it's really sad to think that the government has been hiding this product I from know, us for forever. so many years because of it these was, big pharmaceutical right. companies that are making billions of dollars exactly. off of all these meds that they're selling which by the way when you get on one med you have to take another med to get off that med and I then know. that med takes Trust us me. I mean it's so bad so you know we have addiction that runs in our family and that's part of the reason that we even got involved in looking into CBD as well as Slade's son Grayson that is obviously has the brain cancer and so we needed to find alternative 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 methods for him um, because the chemo and everything was killing him I, I, yeah, more no, than the, the cancer. Chemo, yeah, exactly. My, I, I, my mother-in-law went through it. The chemo was, she couldn't Yeah, function. the chemo kills people. Yeah. So we really um, were looking for alternative medicines. And when we came across BioRains and the fact that they are not a CBD oil, they are a water-soluble formula complex, um, that's what truly made the difference for us. And when we really started looking at their scientific results and what was happening and then started reading the testimonials, we were like, okay, this is a company that 
that we really want to be involved in and really get to know better. And then when it started actually helping Grayson, started helping, you know, my family members and my problems it, and wow. my postpartum and all the things that we, you know, were, we're having ailments with, with yeah. in our lives. That's when we we were like, okay, you know, this is this is legit and good product. So. Well, I'm I'm happy for you and I hope it all works out. And I know it, there's just a, a cloud over it right now, but I think ultimately the products resolved. will speak for yeah, they, themselves. They, they, they you know do what I mean? Already and yeah. they, they, it will get resolved because, you know, we're going to go speak with the, um, the lab that does the testings correctly with the right protocol because right. we are not a CBD oil. Um, so that, that lab is willing to, you know, come on camera and explain that and show, you know, that what we're saying is correct. Um, so it, we're going to be, um, validated, but it's just, it's, un, it's unfortunate now that we're having to deal with, you like know, you're the having media to defend yourself for, yeah, yeah, for no reason, yeah. really. I mean, it's ridiculous, exactly. which by the way, the per- reporter that actually, uh, put th- this out there, she actually tweeted at Andy, Hey, maybe I should be the next housewife. So of obviously she, she has different intentions of what she, you know, was trying to do. Yes. So. I mean, I feel, I just happen to be feel, her victim. Yeah. This do time. you feel like I've. I meet new people and I want, you know, I'm like, okay, let's be friends. I'm excited to have new people in my life. And then all of a sudden you find out that they want to be on Housewives. And I'm sorry, I can't. I, I'm not like at the time I'm like I'm not even I'm on, not even on the show why, why the fuck do you think that being friends with me is gonna get I you know. on the show when I don't have a job I know it's like, crazy but I've, I, it's so gross because I've had to cut people out of my life I when I found out that's the, that like really the only reason we're being friends and you want to hang out I know and it's disgusting it's really sad and it's and it's sad that people don't like that they it is it really is sad it's funny you say this because I literally got a phone call last night from an old old friend that I haven't heard from in years. And they call and, you, and they're like, oh, I'm here with all my friends and all of our friends, all of my friends want to be on a reality show. And so they're they're calling to see if you can get them on the show. And I'm like, like what the fuck? What? <laughs> I'm not the exact, Bravo <laughs> executive producers. Like what in the world? And I'm just like, well, good to hear from you. Thanks. Okay, right. I got to go. Like yeah, be with my child. Not, how are you? <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's like, oh, by the way, <laughs> I want to be on Housewives. And it comes out, like it doesn't come out like initially. It's like down the road. Yep. And I'm like, yeah. if, if I don't even have a job, but how the fuck do you think I'm going to get you a job? I know, and it's crazy. And I don't want to be friends anymore because if know. that's your only reason for wanting to be friends. So my circle is definitely getting smaller. I don't trust sure. anyone. No, like, you can't. I, I, like I literally am all my friends I've had for like 25 years. Yeah. The only new friends I've really made, like obviously I've known you and right. like people that understand my situation yeah. and are in the same situation right. that you get it. Right. Like the same shit's happening to you. It's so so true. And it's like. The circle uh, becomes very small the older does. you get, especially really when you're in the public eye like that. You really have to be cautious and careful of who you have around you. But, um, and I've had to learn that lesson very, very, uh, you know, it's been a hard lesson yeah, for me to I'm, learn I'm over the, the same years. Boat. I know it's, sure. and it's sad and, and it's, it's unfortunate. sad for us because we're such loyal people because we're Scorpios. Yep. And so that's just ingrained in us from the beginning. Right? It's like, I would ride or die for any, anybody, like, any, any of my best friends. Like yep. I, like I would drop anything and do anything yep. for them. And when you make new friends and you, like, I do trust people right away. I yeah, don't know me why. Too. Me too. I, like, I, I'm I, so gullible. So, I, me too. And I believe everything they I've tell me. I've been screwed over so many times. I know. Like, you know what? I prefer to trust people and have that experience than to be like, paranoid and listen right. the truth will always come out right. and then i my my friends are always like b i think that maybe this person has bad intentions right. and i'm like no no, no. they're really nice and then so down the road i'm screwed right. and they're like well we told you but right. you know i would rather be the person that gives people chances i agree but it still does people fucking suck yeah they really do it's, they really do it's mind-boggling to me how crazy and how horrible and how manipulative most people are and slade tells well, me this on the this daily town and in this arena that we're in yeah maybe. because people no matter what you do with your life you will always be a housewife yeah like you could so do a hundred different shows or you could you could cure cancer i know and, and people will be Gretchen like oh, from yeah, housewives, housewives cures cancer no matter what <laughs> like know. it is what it is I mean, exactly so like people don't understand like that's not something that you ever get away from mm-hmm. it doesn't matter what you do outside no. of that like because it's such you know a, a phenomenon uh-huh. like a pop culture from i can't yeah. say that. pop yeah, yeah, culture yeah. from nom- like phenomenon okay, you know yeah. what i'm saying yeah, totally but but you're right because i talk about this all the time because even jennifer aniston who is this huge movie star yeah. who somebody told it's like we know her as friends and people yep. will always and forever reference her as rachel from friends and right. that's how the world got to know her and so and fall in love with her and so it's the same thing with housewives like the world got to know us and and either hate us they're, or love us through in housewives. our lives exactly they were in our lives like they and we weren't acting we we're 
you know, we're there. You're Gretchen. I'm Brandy. We're not right. playing a part. Right. You know, and I feel like so when you're like out and about, people feel like they know, know you, you. And sometimes they touch you. And I don't yes. like when people touch me. <laughs> a lot of Please times don't they touch, touch me. <laughs> don't touch me. <laughs> Come at up, all. hug, kiss. Exactly. Yeah. And, and I'm like, like whoa. Ah, in the market. And like sometimes yes. it's like, yeah. If people ask like for a hug, yes. I'm okay with it. But I'm a very jumpy person. Yeah. And like touching, I don't know. I'm like very weirded <laughs> out by it. Like, I don't like, like, I don't yeah. know you. Don't touch me. Yeah. And when I was pregnant, I don't know if this, I did not like when people touched my belly. Oh, it really? made me crazy. Oh, really? Did, I was okay with it. Oh. I was okay with it. I mean, like, don't come up to me and touch my belly when I'm not pregnant. So now that I'm protecting this baby yeah, inside me. I understand you, that. Like the one time I let lady do it, it was like she was 100 and we were in oh. Ikea elevator and I'm like, oh, all right. Oh, that's so but, cute. So, but otherwise I was like, I, I would was walk okay around. for some reason. Really? Yeah. So, I mean, I it, I mean everyone's different. Yeah. I would walk around with my arms around my belly. Like, like protecting. Don't touch me. Yeah. And yeah. it's just weird. I don't know. But now, you know, people come up to you and it's, it's fun and it's nice to have a conversation and yeah. whatnot. But like the grab my arm or hug me, I might punch you because I because I don't know. There's a lot of haters out there. Well, here's the thing. I I think that I I don't mind the interaction in that sense. But yes, if somebody's like aggressive and comes up and like just like kind of catches you off guard or grabs yes. you, or like I've had so many times where somebody's like literally profusely like sweating and wants to like get on me, and I'm like, Ooh. oh my god, like, please don't touch me <laughs> no. right now because you're like sweating. So I love having the interaction with the fans, but if they are really in your personal space at a level that's like uncomfortable, it's like, okay, like, can you be a little thoughtful of that? That's all, you right. know, that I ask because sometimes it just, <laughs> listen to my oh, baby. she's so cute. <laughs> um, sometimes that gets a little hard, but. But I mean, like, that's what we signed up for. And that's why yeah. we signed up for that, not to be touched. <laughs> just don't <laughs> touch me. We signed up to be touched. You can touch Gretchen. <laughs> don't touch me. I mean, I don't mind. Like, sometimes like. A lady will come up and be like, oh, I went through a bad divorce, too. And right. like, can I just need a hug? I'm like, yeah. oh, of course. Yeah. Like, that's different because I feel like, you know, we have that that, that camaraderie, right. like something, that bond. Exactly. But in general, no. I don't even, I'm not a touchy-feely person in general, only yeah. with my kids. Yeah. Well, I guess when I'm in relationships, I am a little bit. Yeah. But I think I'm just closed off a bit because... I don't know why. I don't know. I'm a little more, I'm touchy-feely. I do like the hug and like do that. I, I actually enjoy it. I like that interaction, but I, um, but I, but there is like a line for me that like sometimes yeah. it just crosses it a little too much. You know? I was just thinking my best friend, Trina, she's a Scorpio as well. Um, she's an overhugger. So I like when she hugs me for too long, I drop my arms. I'm like, <laughs> I go like, okay, I'm done. I'm like, and she always does it. Like her and my friend Jenny, they do it on purpose to make me uncomfortable. <laughs> make you uncomfortable. Like, I love no, it. Like, please stop I love it. it. But yeah, no, they're overhuggers. Aww. And it's cute and sweet. I think it's because they, it's funny for them. Yeah. And I love them. So it's fine. But right. I, I do get like, are we, I don't like know. Anxious, I, yeah. I don't know why. Did you think that comes from like childhood or anything? Like do, were you loved on as a child? Yeah. Oh, I mean, completely. And by, not by my dad, but by my mom. Okay. My dad's like love was shooting us with rubber bands and like going on our head and like, you know, with that, that knuckle, yeah, knuckle thing. He was just tough guy. You yeah. know, and my mom was always like, I was like in her bed every night. Interesting. So. Like, yeah, it's weird. Huh. But listen, I when I'm in a relationship, I definitely am touchy Philly. But I guess yeah. I'm just, maybe I'm just protecting I don't know what I'm doing. Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't know what I'm doing. So tell me, you were talking about Housewives. Are you filming Housewives? I am. Okay. Yeah, so how's that going? Um, You know, Beverly Hills is different, uh -huh. but we still have crazy drama. It's right. just not life-ruining drama. Right. Um, Which is good. Yes, of course. But I mean, right so now- So are you technically a friend? Or are you allowed to say that yet? I don't even know. I mean, I'm just, I've shot- um, not throughout the whole season. It's we're right. towards the end, so it's really like it came in the middle. Uh -huh. Shot a few times. So did they call you and say we want you to come back and film, or like how does that how did that work? Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm in contact with them. Like I'm friends with Andy. Mm -hmm. I'm friends with the girls that are filming. Yeah. So because I know Andy once has wanted you back for a while. Like he always says it. Like when I watch what happens live, I always see him like like advocating for you I, I think it had to make sense for yeah. like because i you know they had kim back a little bit and kim and i are legitimately yeah, really friendly yeah and then denise and i had um a connection right. and you know so i am friends with the girls but it, it <laughs> i can't give it away they just they called and i'm listen i'm a single mom i need to work right so right. i showed up and of course drama seems to follow me around a little bit <laughs> but i i can't help it it's you know it's hard because the second i went on like my like i said my face broke out in psoriasis Isn't and my crazy ever, it is a stressful yeah. environment and it's very stressful i think it's 
it's an inside job for me. Mm-hmm. Like I go over things in my head too much. That, but that's a Scorpio thing. I know because we I, overanalyze everything. But I don't think when I'm in the moment, it's like after the moment, I'm like, what did I just do? Right? Why did like, I say that? Why yeah, did I lash like, out I just, like that? But I just do because I I'm that's who I am. You're reactionary. Yeah, like that. absolutely. Yeah. And it's and it sucks. And sometimes I like. I just wish I could change my number, but I can't. Right. Like I'm 40 fucking seven years old at this point. It's not changing. Right. Like it's just who I am. And people that, you know, maybe don't have a storyline and they're poking at me and, you know, I react and then now. But that's what what they're counting on. They're hoping that they're going to get that from someone like you. I really try not to do it. And I told Andy one time at a reunion, I'm like, I'm not going. He's like, well, then you're not getting paid. Yeah. And then I was like, well, I'm going to go there and I'm going to sit there and do nothing. He's like, yeah, right. (laughs) Yeah, right. And I went, I was like, like, trying to be, I know. And I was, I lost my mind. I I just, and I wanted to be calm. I know. I really, you know. Well, I know because like I would always sit there because I didn't realize until way into the game that unfortunately a lot of these women like are just doing things for camera and a lot of it's fake and a lot of it's you know made made you know a a whole nother level than what it really is and I like I remember a couple of the girls specifically specifically I think you're right about that I think it's much more Orange County but what's interesting is that I Literally, uh, the the final season that before, like it was going into season nine, they did ask me to come back, even though the press said it didn't. They were talking to me about coming back. And I said, um, I said to myself, OK, I just got to go in there and like just be fake and like not to. And I was no. then then I thought to myself, like, that is That's so not, not me. Like, yeah. I am not that person. Like, I can't go can't. in there and like, just, you're not an actress. I mean, like, we're, we're yeah. you're authentic. But I feel like it does come across. You're very authentic. And it comes Thank across you. on TV as well. And I like Thank that you. because you I can tell when someone's acting. Yeah, I can tell when it's not real. Yeah. And that's what I'm like. I don't want to watch that. I want to watch a real show reality right. show i right. want to watch real things happen i don't right. want to watch a bunch of people that are writing their own scripts i don't know if you remember but it was my final season on the show it was the reunion show and i was bawling my eyes out and it was like this whole thing all over the press saying that like i was a fake crying like all this stuff <laughs> And you were one of the people that were out totally trying to call me out going, that was the most fake cry ever. I was? Yeah, you were. And what's weird about it, though, is I have to tell you legitimately, that was honestly one of the most difficult moments I've ever had on Housewives. I'm sorry. In that moment. Thank you. But it was one of, that was honestly one of the most hurtful things that had happened in Housewives. They were all accusing my engagement of being fake. And I don't know why my tears somehow came across that they weren't real. And maybe it's because the pain was so bad that like, I just like, you know, like, you yeah, know yeah, how yeah. Kim Kardashian has the ugly cry? <laughs> like, I swear, I feel like I had the most ugly cry. And it was so weird because so many people are like, that was such a fake cry. And I'm like, that was honestly like such a, like a deep, hurtful cry because that was the one thing in my life that was so solid and, and so happy, amazing. And, and, and I was made, so happy. Right. And like, look, 11 years later, we're still together, even though they were all accusing of it of being a fake engagement and fake relationship. You know and- what? I remember a friend that I do not have any longer. I'm not going to even tell her say your name because she likes it too much <laughs> she knows she knew you her and her husband knew you and mm-hmm. she told me that you flirted with her husband the whole time that so i didn't oh, like funny. you at first like when i was watching on tv because i was thinking oh that girl's like sitting flirting with this person's husband oh, come God, to find out horrible. yeah this woman is just a fraud and disgusting oh, person yeah and i was friends with her for like 20 years oh, so no. yeah but i mean you it know, always does come you out say that because um because the one thing about me, I mean, listen, I am a flirt, but I would never no, cross I mean, you the know, line. Exactly. You know when and where and who. Like, like, yeah. I, like I, I would never cross no, that exactly. line. No, exactly. Like, not with any. And and most of the women that I found that most of the women that make those type of accusations, it's because they're insecure and they're jealous of something. And I, because I just am not that girl. Like, I'm not going to go. Like, I think she wanted, I mean, I know now that she wanted to be on Housewives. Yeah. And I'm I was so like, curious who this I will is. tell you after because okay. she's a hooker. Okay. Um, she's just See, not. Isn't yeah, that funny? So, like, but I had that. Like, and pre- I'm so happy in my relationship. Like, I, I don't know. need to flirt with anybody. Else, I know. You know? I was like, like I'm just really? not and her that girl. Not cute. And I was like, really? I'm like, why? Why on earth? But it put a bad taste in my isn't mouth because funny? I had just gotten out of a you know yeah, a of huge divorce and like I'm so based off of right, that happening exactly. So I was like, mm, don't like her. And, yeah. you know, and that, I, and unfortunately, 
I trusted my friend, which was not right. Yeah. But, um, and I'm yeah. sorry for that. Oh, thank you. But I mean, but it happens. Yeah. Like it people, does. you know, have these pre-existing well, she, ideas. She's your best friend of, or, you yeah, know, close exactly. friend for many years. She of was. Course. And you're Scorpio like me. We're loyal. You're going to st- stick up for yeah. them and be like, oh my gosh, that girl's flirting with your husband. That's bullshit. I totally get that. Like, I'm no, not mad about that. I get that. But no. I think it is interesting because people's perception of who you are. Like I was telling you on the way up here, like somebody was like, why are you doing a show? Isn't she like this, this and that? And I'm like, <laughs> You know what, though? But like, I think we've all been misportrayed on the show to some degree. Like we've well, all they, been seen, you know, in a light that isn't necessarily well, they show, they, our best they show self. the highlights of the worst right. parts. I right. mean, because it's an hour show and there's what, seven or eight people. So uh-huh. that's what the show is. They don't show us at home cooking. Right. And taking you know, care of our kids. They can't. And, I mean, yeah, it's not that interesting. Number right. one. But right. number two. Yeah, I do have that side to me for sure. Right. But it comes out very rare. Right. Um, however, that is what they show yep. on the show. Yep. So I and mean, a lot of people don't realize this, but because it's an ensemble cast, you get about seven to eight minutes every episode, and they're going to show obviously the most salacious seven or eight minutes of yeah, your the life. highlights. Exactly. So. Like, <laughs> like it's not interesting. I mean, sometimes I find it interesting to see people with their families and interacting and all of that. I want to see a little bit of that. I don't yeah. want to see people just screaming at a dinner table all the time. Right. You know. Otherwise, it's like I I need like background. I need to understand where these people are coming from and how their families are. And I can't show that because my kids can't be on the show, you know? And so it's, so people do have this perception of me that I'm just crazy. And I say fuck all the time, which I do say fuck all the time, (laughs) but I'm just always screaming and yelling at people. And ultimately I, well, that was my perception too. I will I'm say sure. from the show but because how, what, that's, I, what else would you have? Right, you know I didn't, yeah, because I didn't know you, and then it wasn't until I started getting to know you and hanging out with you, I was like, wow, she's actually really intelligent, really nice, really Thank sweet. You. She's a good mom, like all those things. And it is funny because I I call it that you have to. It's like uh, you're running for campaign. You're out shaking hands and kissing babies right, all day right, long, right. But, and then people are like, wow, you're like nothing, like you know what the show. People, I, I you know people be. always say that, and you're just like, <laughs> yeah. well, I mean, you have to realize they're showing the highlights of the bad behavior yeah. because yeah. that's. But people, I mean, unfortunately, I'm this. I want to watch Trainwreck TV too. I do tune in to see like craziness. I am not yeah. gonna lie. Like, I'm like, why am I watching this? But I like it until it gets too ugly. Yeah, yeah. I want a little bit of. I yeah, want people everybody drunk wants a little bit and, of drama. Like, do, being dumb yeah. and like falling over. Like, I love that. Well, like, I mean, I gotta tell you, I have had tears falling out of my eyes watching like uh, New York Housewives and like oh Lulu and like falling in bushes and like <laughs> it's so it's, cute. It's that's, funny. That's it's pretty, cute. I mean. Yeah. Un- unfortunately for her, that whole thing and un- her marriage yeah. and all that. I mean, that's yeah, horrible. That but, sad. but you know, I love New York Housewives. I, I feel too. like like you really get to know these people, yeah. and they're not really acting and putting on. Right. This is their life. Right. Right. And I know a lot of the girls, and yeah. it's like that. That is who they are. Yeah. Legitimately, and yeah. they're and they're. But I think cool. that's why it's such a successful franchise. That's is true. Because when the authenticity comes through like that, right? But see, like that's what's happening right now, unfortunately, for Orange County, and it's 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 a bummer for you know me, someone that was part of the show, that you know it's being so questioned and challenged, especially this year of like you know everything looks so fake and it's so set up and it's you know these these Tris Amigos every five seconds and like people are just like over it they're just like this is not content that I want to be watching anymore no. like it's not it's not you know uplifting in any way it's just this drag down you know ugly fighting gross stuff and it's like when the audience starts speaking up and saying stuff like that it's like that's when you know the network really needs to look at the cast and by the way I'm not saying any of this because I I want to come back on the show I just think that I think they people need would like to, like to have you back though I mean I, I would personally I mean I'm oh. I'm Thanks. over Vicky yelling. I don't. I can't watch that ever again. <laughs> All she does is scream and like that. I'm like, oh, I can't. And Tamara, like, she's just so obvious. I know exactly what she's going to yeah. do. It's going to be the worst thing that you can do. Yeah. And it's predictable. And she's just mean. Yeah, she is mean. She's not a. She's, she's not a nice person. No, she is. And mean. you know, for her to call me unstable is interesting because I believe her to be fairly unstable. And yeah. I mean, if you live for this TV show yeah. and to the point where it is like you sit around Googling to try to ruin people's lives all day, every day. That means you're not there for your husband, that you're not there for your kid. Like how if that's, that takes up a lot of time to try right. to ruin other people's lives. Right. Why not be happy in the life that you have? I mean, right. she's an attractive girl, woman, and right. she on the outside. Right. And she would think like, just, oh, I just want to shake her. I know. 
I know, but you know, I tried with the season that I was on and you guys saw like the relationship where we finally became friends again. And I, I really tried to like get to know her on a deeper level, on a, on a psychological level that was like, look, why do you do the things you do? And I even right. asked her on camera, I feel like you sabotage any good relationship in your life. And she's like, you know what? You're right. And like, she literally admitted to the fact that, and I said, why do you do that? She goes, because I don't feel like I deserve anything good in my life. And I don't even remember if they, if they showed that, but the point being is that she knows she does the things she does. And I was actually really hoping that I could like encourage her and help her to like grow as a human and not be that person. Because as you're saying, she's a very attractive, pretty woman. And if she, you know, exerted that on the inside of who she is and, and gave that energy out to the world, she would, she could do something good with it. Do you think that we just, there is, that there is good in her and we just don't get to see it or i don't i don't know i mean i i don't know how somebody could actually fall in love with her and live with her and be her husband i've asked that all the time. I, I don't understand <laughs> I don't because like, if that's who she is and i like eddie the time, eddie seems like a really great guy i, I met mean, him once he was nice like they yeah. were both nice when i met them like yeah. but i just i just I don't, don't understand it, it i don't get it like, either because if you're that person all of the time right there is nothing attractive about that. But see, again, Tamara is on the show this season, or I'm sorry, out in the press this season saying um, horrible I things about everyone. Well, she, but she's, but she's doing is every single season, if you notice her pattern, every single season that she is made to look bad, she said, Oh, I'm being edited improperly. I'm being edited bad. I don't like the way that, you know, Bravo's manipulate. She always says that every season she looks bad. Every season that she <laughs> looks good and is liked, she always is going out when, when anybody else says, Oh, it's editing she goes that's bullshit i know you know it's not editing i have the same production company lala like she's so it's quick. when it suits her it's always when it suits her so she's so quick to talk so badly about you know the editing and Whenever how bad she anyone says it- it's editing it makes me crazy because at the end of the day you had to do that in order for it to be shown right you know what i mean right. whether they take it out of context or not it has to you know you had right. to do that right you had to uh, right. have that behavior right but see this is my point she says that on the season she looks good right, she course. says exactly what you just said but then the season she looks bad she's like i'm not happy with the editing the season they're making me look right. bad they're manipulating so she works it to whatever's you know of course stirring that that year for her it's kind of like a socio like a little sociopath what is the word sociopath sociopath yeah socio- i don't know yeah it's a little in our opinion yes of course allegedly well in she our- called me unstable so i can say that i feel like she might be a sociopath yeah in our so- opinion that's a that's the definition well a lot of people don't realize this, but the definition of sociopath is someone that truly doesn't know the difference between right or wrong. And I think that the way that she behaves on a lot of times, in my opinion, shows signs of that. Yes, absolutely. And I know a few of them myself. Yeah. (laughs) So, I mean, I recognize it. So I'm like, oh, wait a minute. Um, But, you know, with all that said, whatever, she can suck it. Um, Let's not talk (laughs) about her anymore. We're giving her too much airtime. Right. Um, Let's talk about are you going to have another baby? <laughs> I mean, you so, have your hands full with this beautiful I know, Skylar. I do but. have my hands full. Um, she is such a joy and such a blessing. And it took us, you know, four long years to get That's her. crazy. Um, but, you know, we do have uh, other embryos that um, are genetically sound. So we're very excited about that. However, um, you know, I am 42. I just turned 42. So the thought of having to go through that again, the pregnancy that it's I mean, hard. I'm still need to lose 20 pounds. And it has been the hardest thing in the world to lose one freaking pound. And it, it's hard. The older, the, the first time weight came off really fast. The second time, because I was four years older, it was took twice as long. Yeah. So yeah. it's like the older you're, like I feel like every five years I gain five more pounds. Right. So like I used to weigh one twenty, and then it's right. one twenty five, and it's one thirty, right. and I'm like, right. geez, like I mean, yeah, it's fine because yeah. I feel like at some point if you're too thin. You have to choose between your ass and your face. Like, yeah, I think it's so true. It, it, you just it's have so to. True. Yeah. Um, and it's funny because when I gained the extra eight, I had so many people telling me how good I look. I know, right? And I was like, really? And I and I hated it. I hated the way oh, I, I liked it. I just, but everyone loved it. And I was just like, really? And so, because I, I was too 120 before I got started right. IVF. I went to 132 through IVF. And then I gained another 38 pounds through my pregnancy. So I went into wow. labor at like 170 pounds. Yeah, I was. I, mean, this, I gained 38 pounds with both of my kids. Yeah. So funny yeah so then when i when i after i had her i gained i lo- lost um like i think it was 25 pounds right immediately and then i've been stuck at that like 145 149 48 you know weight for for four months and i'm like why won't the scale i'm move? telling you when now that you stop <laughs> breastfeeding i swear to god yeah. like it, that is when the pregnancy hormone isn't your every one of my friends when they stopped all of the weight came okay, off I'm hoping. and it was like 
So I'm I hoping. mean, I never breastfed, so yeah. I, was, I was sitting watching everyone going, "Okay, <laughs> well, maybe you should stop." And that, every single time, the weight comes off. Yeah, and it's just it's weird, but that's. Just, I'm hoping. Well, I mean, I actually don't mind having a little bit of extra weight on me because even when I look yeah, back me, at pictures, yeah, me and too. when I see housewives, I'm like, God, I was really thin. I know. And you're right about the face because that's where I saw it mostly was like in my face. So I do think I look a little bit better with a little bit of weight on me, but I carry a lot in my legs, and I, it's like to try and put jeans on, I'm like miserable. I like hate. At the way I look in jeans, and so oh, I'm just, you, like, I mean, you look to, like, great. I, like people are not going to feel sorry for us sitting here saying we're point. a little overweight good because point. we're not. Good but point. I understand. I understand your story. <laughs> like I always say, like know your audience. These people are not feeling sorry for us. Well, you're so but, right. But you know what? Here's no, the way I, I have it. to it's say it's all like, relative. Yeah, because you know what? I used to be 120 pounds. So when you're when you're now closer to 150, you, it doesn't make I get you it. feel good. So right. I have it's like all this relative. lovely back fat that I never had before. Right. <laughs> it's like then somebody's like, oh, it's your flanks. I'm like, what the fuck is a flank? Like what? What do I have? Like why? It's all relative. I mean, you know, people can't be haters in the sense that if we're used to being a certain way to well, look in a be. certain way yeah you're right <laughs> but but meaning it's all relative to what you're used to feeling and looking like so whatever no, no i get it trust <laughs> me i was like some like when my girlfriends and i were sitting around complaining about that five extra pounds i'm like you guys this is not a conversation yeah. we can have with other people like i know no one's so feeling true. sorry for this table you're right Let's you're just so be right you're so but, right um, I mean, like listen but it is like you said it's your personal struggle i struggle with it too but i i just need to make sure that's not my son calling me yes of course honey he has he goes he has NSAIDs and he goes into anaphylactic Oh, geez. Yeah. And he did the other night and I was at a paid event. Like I had to be there and I had to just drop everything and take an Uber and go home and not get paid because that's what you do. But like he's homesick. My housekeeper is there. Yeah. He has NSAIDs. And the last time she was there, she gave him fucking Advil. I wanted to murder her. <gasps> I was oh like, oh my God. Oh, and then I got mad at him too, because he's smart. He's 16. Yeah. He knows you have to know the yeah. difference yeah. between Tylenol and Advil. You yeah. don't just take something that someone hands you. Yes. Um, so yeah, but I still, I don't know. Everyone's like, your housekeeper almost murdered your son. Like you still have her. I don't know. I, she's the boss of me. <laughs> I have two people in my life that are like, that can boss me around. Kim Richards. And Kim Aida. Richards, tell She's me why. Me. I don't know. You know how you have certain people that you just. I'm the boss of everyone. Yeah. And then I don't. I don't know if I like being told what to do a little bit. That's funny. But because she's wise and she she knows, like she's so smart. Aww. And I don't know. I just I. That's just that's our dynamic. That's funny. It I did. I would never have known that. Yeah, that's I get, really cute. Gets mad, do you like, get to see that on the show at all? That like she's like 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 tells you what to do. Well, we haven't. Thing? We've only filmed. Well, she's not like she's just bossy with me, but I like it. Like she's like a big sister, and yeah. she's been through this. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. she's like, Brandy, you're like you're being tricked right now. You're not seeing it, and right. you need to fucking see it. Right. And I'm like, huh. Well, I'm not done with it. And then like then I start to see it. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Like she's just so incredibly smart. We haven't filmed a ton together. Yeah. So I mean. I think our friendship is really amazing and wonderful and we are great, but we, you know, we fight still. Like yeah. she is the boss of me, but sometimes we get in fights. <laughs> I'm like, you are not the boss of me. And then I'll leave and come back. But you know, that's that's, that's any relationship yeah. that you have. Yeah. Um, because you know, she is wise. She does have a bunch of kids and she has been in this arena way longer than I have. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, I, I do we just disagree. And like I said, I tend to trust people I should not trust. Yes. Yeah. And she sees it right away and I don't see it. Yeah. So there's yeah. that. Yeah. Um, but I no, not so much. Dynamic. But hopefully hopefully, I mean we're not done filming yet. So yeah. hopefully you'll see a little did bit more. Did they just of it. go on the trip or, or whatever? They did, yes. They yeah. just went to Rome. Um I could not go. I was like it was Did like, they want you to go? No, they no. were they were talking about it. It was like yeah. the night before. Yeah. And I had we had I have kids. Yeah. You can't just be like bye. <laughs> and I was like, well, yeah. we we might need you tomorrow at like four AM like Oh, I go. We need to get that out of our out yeah. of the universe because as much as I would like to go yeah. to Rome, yeah, I would need to pack. I would need to find places for my my ex husband's out of town. Where are my kids going? Yeah. Like, it's not as easy as when you're you know when the kids are at their dad's. I can drop everything. Right, it's easy. But you right. know when I have the boys, it's just week on week off. Yeah, 
it's I can't just drop everything. It's not well, that it's way anymore. It's been interesting for me too because you know for forty one years of my life I just got to go and do anything and go to events and do whatever. That's not about you anymore, right? And like you forget, I'm like, no, yep. oh, I don't have a sitter, right? Like to take care of the child tonight. Exactly. Like, I, I just you forget that like, and you can't just go to a red carpet event with the with the baby nope. on your arm. I know it's so weird, it's right? Weird. Like when you have a baby, like it's so there's so many different emotions, and I had postpartum depression as you yeah. did. Yeah. Um, I felt like, oh my god, like. It's just not about me in any way because you spend your whole life and yeah. it's always about you. Yeah. And then it's like, it's literally about this baby and you're in charge of it and you have to take care of it and yeah. it's not about you anymore. And there's a little bit of like, you lose yourself a right. little bit and it's adjusting to that as right. well. And like kind of feeling like you want to get your mojo back. And right. it, it it's definitely it's how people hard. don't realize um, that. It is difficult. I think like dads have it a little easy. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah, I made that kid. Yeah. (laughs) It's really hard. It was a lot harder than I ever, ever, ever anticipated. Mm. And I had I had no idea. I definitely was like, oh, I'll never get postpartum. Like I'm a happy person. Like that will never happen. Your hormones are all over the fucking place. Hormones are all over the place. And and you just don't even realize how literally overnight, like every single Mm. like I could not get up and shower or brush my teeth barely like it was so crazy and I didn't feel like myself and I felt like you know I would get up every day I take pride in like getting up doing my hair putting my makeup on looking good feeling good working out doing all these things like I enjoy that like people are always like why are you so glam because I really enjoy it exactly like Like, like me as well in that moment I was not doing any of it I didn't get to do any of it I didn't for months yeah and you feel like like death yeah you feel like shit because I don't know. I understand exactly. I used to like just go out of my house, leave my house with, we had a housekeeper that lived with us. Um, and I would go to Target and cry and just wander yeah. around. Yeah. Just, just, yeah. I don't, and I don't even know why. Yeah. I sat I on was my just couch like, and cried so many yeah, days. I was just sitting there going, is this my life? Like I just yeah. have to sit. Cause I was breastfeeding and I literally would sit there and go, cause I was, she wanted to breastfeed every 45 minutes. Oh my God. So I literally would sit out the window and I go, oh my God, this is my life. I just have to sit on a couch with my hair in a bun in a robe and never like for the rest of my life. Like I felt like I so depressed and so sad that like, because I, I wanted to be there for my child and of breastfeed course. and be every second with her. But I was like, really? You have to, you have to take what... care of yourself in order to be a good parent. You right. know what I mean? Like, and I your realized mental... that. Yeah, it took me a minute to get to that point. And I, and I believed that I could be superwoman. I believed I could do it all on my own. I did that at first, too. I and believed then, I could do I all like, of it. Wait, I'll take a nanny. Yeah. Like, and at first finally, like, three and a half yeah. months later, I so, all of my friends are like, Gretchen, you need help. Like you are a full-time working mom. Like you can't work full-time and do this and be like, right. you can't do it. And you have I was to like, learn to ask for help. And I, 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 like, I, I we miss, don't do that. I don't either. We don't exactly. do it. And so I just was like, no, I no, I can do this. I'm super mom. I got it. Because then got, you feel like you're a failure because like you can't. Yeah. I totally felt like I was a failure. Like, why can't I take care of my baby? And work? like, I couldn't compartmentalize I why I couldn't do both because I've always just been able to do everything that and, I want to you know, do. Our moms did it and we did yes. My mom had three kids and Me she too. did it all. And it's like, yes, and she always and looked great. There, exactly, and was like dressed sexy. And yeah. I was like, wait, if she How could do she, it without yes. help, and you know, we yes. were very poor and whatnot. Yes. I, how come I can't? I can't do it. And yes. and I yes. really tried. I didn't want to have a nanny or anything at Me first. Too. And I was like, and Me he too. was colicky. And I finally, I was so upset with myself. I felt like a failure. I felt yep. like, wow, I I am not a good mom. mom. I yeah. know. I totally and understand that. Then feeling. when I got help, I was like, you know what? When I'm happy, yes. he's happy. And then and you're a better a mom better because mom, of it. you're happy. Yes. So I think that yes. people, they need to give, like, especially new moms, you have to give yourself a break. You really do. And and the thing is, is that a lot of people can't afford help. And I'm grateful no, that I work really hard to afford help. But I once I finally got the help, and I only have her three days a week, but those three days, I'm 100% focused on my work. I get all my stuff done. I, I go, But you have to because you have to take care of her. I mean, right. that's, it's very well, that's important. The thing. I mean, I still have to take care of my child and keep a roof over a house and do all that. And Slade and I are a two-person income household. Right. So, we, so we both have to work. And yeah. so I work those three days, 100% give it to work. And then those other four days, I'm 100% mommy with her doing my thing. And when I come home from work, I I'm 100% mom and I feel like I'm such a better mom because I'm not like, oh my gosh, can you just stop crying so I can get this one, you know, right. thing of, of course, work done you, or email you can concentrate. or whatever. I always, yeah. my sister-in-law got to, got to, when she had my nieces, she would go to work. She had a job. She went to work every day. Yeah. So I was like, you are so lucky you get to go to work because <laughs> I was, uh, you know, you full-time stay-at-home stay mom. Yeah. And 
I was so jealous of the fact that her life didn't stop and she was going to work and coming back. And she was jealous of the fact that I could spend the whole day with my right. baby. Isn't that funny? And I was like, she's like, I just really just get to say goodnight to them. Yeah. And like, I miss the but whole it, day. It's so hard both ways because exactly. you have guilt if there you go to, to work. There has to be a balance. And there's guilt if you're home and you feel like you want to not be home. Like there's yeah. so much guilt on every aspect of it. And it's so hard. And that's why I'm so fortunate, knock on wood, that I feel like I found the system that really works well for our family. And it does it just takes a little bit of trial and error and figuring out what works. And now I don't feel bad about the fact that I've gotten this help because I know no, that I'm doing not. what's best right. for the child, for us. Because so you're that taking I can care of yourself too. You have take to. care of myself. I can take care of the family. I don't feel stressed out. Right. I don't like it just it's all it's good all around. And I and I really encourage people out there that have the resources for help, whether it's your mother in law, right, whether exactly. it's this, my mom was whatever at my house like, like every day. Well, she lives in Northern California, but she was there for a month the for like the first month I had Mason because I was a disaster yeah and then when she left like my you know I felt this like judgment that I was people were like oh you're gonna get a nanny I'm like nope I'm gonna do it I know and I tried and I couldn't do it and I and you know what I I'm not good with saying I can't do something I know me neither I need help me neither I'm I'm so independent yes and you have to be I mean when my brain like I'm I have to be but actually saying that I need help or can you help me is it's actually empowering yeah Yeah. it is yeah it's important to take care of ourselves and not be so gangster yeah I totally (laughs) agree 100% and then what was great was when I did go out and say and speak openly about my stuff I had so many people reaching out saying thank you so much like you literally helped me I literally had a girl just recently send me a message saying she wanted to kill herself and if it wasn't for my me coming out and speaking like it literally makes me cry thinking about it but if it wasn't for me coming out and sharing my story um she wouldn't have been able to ask for help because we feel ashamed of it we feel like there's something wrong with us and i feel like it is a conversation that you know thankfully brooke schultz had you know she came out and talked about it and i think that she like uh, many many years ago but she got that ball rolling and i think like the stigma behind it was absolutely and like mental health and antidepressants and all that i feel like It's important that we have the conversation. Yeah. Because if we don't, we're going to have problems. Well, and not only that, but the truth is, is that life is about relationships and life is about helping each other. And when we share, especially as public figures who, you know, the perception already is, is like our lives are charmed and it's great and this and that. And like people don't realize that like I get up and I go to work and And I go to an office and I work my ass off. And and I'm the same as everybody else. I put my pants on the same way. My job just happens to have a little bit different job description than what your job description is, you know, but I still am working just as hard and doing just as much and managing life and being a you know a wife I call myself a wife because we've been together 11 right. years but being a wife and cooking and cleaning and doing all the exactly. stuff that that involves being a woman you know right. and doing all that so I I think it's interesting that when you do come out and speak and and talk openly you, as especially as a public figure I think you are doing um a ser- it's a service it, yeah. yeah it's you're helping people you know feel like they're not alone you know and I think that that's great when public figures do come out and speak openly and raw about what they're going through because I do really believe that can help people and um and I think that your CBD line could I mean like for like you said going through like the I call it baby blues in the beginning I called the baby blues and I'm like no this is full-blown depression yeah (laughs) I need a pill yeah give me something well but it's funny you say that because I didn't even realize how bad I was until I went to my pediatrician's office and I was in there and I was bawling my eyes out because we were talking about vaccines and it was so stressful to me and I was just like a mess right so I um was talking with the doctor and I was crying, crying, crying. And she's like, you know, I really think that like you might be struggling with postpartum depression. I I need you to consider taking the pharmaceutical meds. And I looked at her and it made me cry even more. And then she called my OBGYN and my OBGYN reached out to me and said, I think you need to come in. We need to talk. So I was having almost like an intervention of people coming and reaching out to me. And I remember that night I laid in bed and I was reading all about the pharmaceutical drugs and I was reading all the side effects and all the things and how you have to take other drugs to get off the drugs that you're taking, like all this stuff. And I was like, wait a minute. And I wasn't taking anything, including my own CBD products at the time because I was breastfeeding and I didn't want anything going through the breast milk. So even though this is 100% pure and natural and all that, I just wanted to be extra cautious and and to each his own. Everybody chooses yeah, what, do they what they do, want to do and whatnot so um so 
and I thought, thought to myself, wait a minute, I'm I'm this bad that I'm actually willing to take the pharmaceutical meds, but I'm not willing to try my own all natural products. And I shouldn't say my own, it's BioRain's products. So I, I said, I'm going to try these first. I'm going to see if they help me. And if they help me, then I'm going to um, then, then that's then, great. Yeah. And you're not going to so, need to take yeah, the, chemical the, in your body. the bad pharmaceutical drugs. And so I started taking them two days later, literally two really? days. I took our limitless and I took our CBD daily tincture and the CBDZ cause it helped me go to sleep. I literally got my joy back. It was the craziest wow. thing I had ever experienced. I was like, wow. And what people don't realize why that happens it's not because there's a magic pill. It's because our bodies actually already produce CBD. There's actually CBD in your breast milk. That's why the baby really? goes to sleep and is all calm, so calm after you oh, give them breast milk. But we already produce CBD in our bodies. What happens is because we get um, we are ingesting all this food and all this processed food and all right, this stuff, right. our body gets out of whack. And so when we take the CBD, it actually puts us back into a homeostasis level and causes our body to naturally heal itself. Wow. And so that's what these products are doing. It's not like, oh, it's the CBD that's fixing. It's our body getting our levels back into a like homeostasis level. Like back to where we're supposed to where be. Where we're supposed to be. If you think about it, when you break your arm, what happens? You put it in a sling. <laughs> You're like, what? Um, you put it in a sling. It doesn't, you don't take a pill to fix true. it. Your body naturally heals. That's true. So people don't realize that we have the natural ability in our own bodies to heal ourselves. But what we're doing is we're allowing these big pharmaceutical companies to put all to these, put chemicals, all these in. chemicals on all these things. And then people are like all of a sudden getting diagnosed with bipolar disease. Well, when you take 62 drugs, it's going to mess with the chemical you know, yeah, the levels in your brains and it's going to cause these things to happen. So that is why the CBD products in, and especially our product, because we are a water-based product, which is 100% absorbed into your body. Your mm -hmm. body is water, yeah, not it's, it's, oil. <laughs> and oil and water don't mix. We all know that. We yes. learned that in chemistry class when we were in high school, you know? So oil and water don't mix. So most of the oil-based CBD products out there, they don't, literally, yeah, they're just you're like absorbing it, it floats around, and then your liver, it's so taxing on your liver. And a lot of the products out there are using what's called MCT oil for their delivery system, which is bad for your heart. Oh, great. So people, and the Cleveland Clinic, Mayo Clinic, a lot of people have come out with the results showing how MCT oil, which is a derivative of coconut oil, is very bad for your heart. So People are ingesting these things into their body and don't even realize it. And they're causing more problems for themselves. So that's why you have to do your research. You have to know right. the products that you're putting into your body. And that's why we're super proud of that. I get so like emotional about it because our family had um, major addiction in, our, in, in the family and literally like... Uh, these pharmaceutical drugs are just killing people. I want a lot of pharmaceutical drugs. <laughs> yeah. But it's like really killing people. I know, it's but it's true. Like really even sad. just weaning off of my antidepressant, it's like yeah. you have to take another antidepressant. That's like the problem. It's, it's, That's the it problem. is. But it's yeah. hard. Like, know. you know, because I know. I it's know. just hard. I know. All right. Well, we're going we're gonna to have to wrap this up because we could talk forever. Ever. Forever. forever. And, ever. <laughs> and we're probably going to, we're going to, we're going to actually get to the good stuff after we get off the mic. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you so much for being here and thank tell us how we can me. find your products and on social media and all the good stuff. So um, you can find me on social media at Gretchen Rossi for Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Uh, the CBD products are Gretchen.BioRains.com. And, uh, and they're great products. People try them. Thank you. Very sweet. Um, so yeah, so that's that's the best two places to find me right now. Perfect. Your Instagram is like next level. All my people Aww. are like, your Instagram needs to look like Gretchen's. I'm like, I can't do it. It's a lot of work. It's a lot. I, got, I, can't, a lot I don't even work. like taking pictures. It's like, so at much all. work. I actually don't like taking pictures too, but I have to. It's you part have, of my I business. Know, exactly. I'm like, there's like three posts I'm supposed to do, but I don't want to take the picture. So, so I'm not much work. Do it. It's like, I hate doing it. Because to put on hair and makeup and look pretty and do that. Exactly. It's, like, it's oh, a lot I of work. I don't, I don't know. Mm -hmm. oh, and you know, when you have a bad day and you're like, I, I know. And they're like, it's due right now. I know. Fuck off. I know. Totally. All right. We'll be back. Bye. Bye bye. Hello and happy, and I am gonna get a nappy. <laughs> I am. I'm you're definitely you're taking a nap. Before the haiku. Yep. It's a pre-haiku haiku. Okay, I have a feeling this is gonna be really wonderful. Okay, great. Are you ready? <laughs> yes, I'm fully ready. It's an ad. Hold on. <laughs> okay. Oh my God. I think you need a nap too. I do.
Oh my gosh, Mason is so cute. I can't even. I know he's not here right now, but he was, because he's so big, but he was sick, sick and he's turned into a baby again. Oh, did you guys And he calls me mama. Oh, you want to go home? I do. <laughs> okay, it's going. Ready? Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, it's a little Latin vibe or some. All right, whatever. I like Miss Rossi. She is quite flossy. Her hair and skin are so glossy. Bye, bitches. <laughs> it's not great. That's wonderful. It is what it is. <laughs> Thanks for listening to Brandy Glanville Unfiltered. Download new episodes every week, and if you haven't already, subscribe. And be sure to leave us a rating and review. And while you're at it, check out some of the other great shows available on Straw Hut Media.